on this episode of the AIE podcast. It's a sad day in AIE. Flamesaver is the new hotness. XP, XP, XP. News galore. And Mew, McCullough, and I are our own party. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 269 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa-S gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is Makala, and to my left is Mewcow. Greetings, gamers. To my left is Tet Semi. To my right is Tet Semi. Well, I have two lefts. Who knew? <laughs> that would explain so much. Moving on. <laughs> to my right is Tet Semi. Say something, Tet. <laughs> something. <laughs> All right. So we're going to run this thing like a scenario instead of a five-man dungeon tonight. So we're on our own again. But stick around for the end of the show. We have it news on a trio of very special guests next week. So we're going to be chatting about what we'll be doing in and out of game shortly. But first, this week's news. AIE News. Alrighty. In community news, I'm sure a lot of you have uh, seen some rather cryptic posts on Facebook and Twitter and Discord. Uh, about the loss of a dear guildmate, but uh, no names have been attached, which I know can be frustrating. We are doing that out of respect for their family. Uh, one of the greatest things about our guild is that our community is a big family, and these times are never easy. So be gentle, kind. There's a lot of sadness going around right now, and everyone grieves differently. When we can share more, we will trust us. So we'll definitely want you to, to be in the loop when we can. All right. And in WoW news, we all know that AIE's 10th anniversary passed this last week with little fanfare, but rest assured it's in the, there's stuff in the works because we celebrate one day when we, because why celebrate one day when we can celebrate all year? And if you want to run an event for our big year, contact Nevermore in game on Discord or via Twitter. Or in text, I can give you your number. We can put it out right here on the, right? No? No. All right. That'd be a bad idea here. Blizzard announced this week a new mount available in the World of Warcraft, the Primal Flamesaber. How do you obtain this new hotness, you might ask? Well, you need to grab a friend and jump into Heroes of the Storm. Play 15 games, win or lose, against a real team or the AI, and as a Warcraft hero, and the mount is yours. Looking for a friend or group? The LFG channel in AIA's Discord is a great place to find people looking for a partner for this event. Gershon also started a thread on the AIE forums for this event as well, and we'll have that link in the show notes. Check the forms. Yep. You have until March 13th to complete your 15 games, so you don't have to run them all at once unless that's your jam. Also, speaking of WoW and new things coming, a new developer Q&A is coming up this Thursday, and information about how to submit questions can be found on the official website. Link in the show notes. And just a reminder that the 250% gain to XP and command XP for max level characters is going on through April, is that 20th? 
14th. <laughs> he put XXTH. I apologize. Um, so if you're max level in SOTOR, make sure you control G and open up the galactic command panel to see where the CXP bonus is every day for more CXP goodness. Also, in between shows, Max and Seema put out Oh, since we last had a show, Max and Seema put out two new episodes of the Escape Podcast. Episode 181, Substantial Reward, No Disintegrations. Uh, AIE Seema, Max Gray, and Astrum Mac EPC 181 talk about update 5.1.1 and the continued refinement to the command XP system, including CXP and XP bonus events in progress. And episode 182, Master Chapter Tips, Sima, Max, and Astromech EPC 182 talk about Master Mode chapters and some tips and tricks for getting through them. Max and Sima will also go over conquest targets for this week on the podcast. And in case you missed you miss them, make sure you check out the at SOTOR channel on the AIE Discord server. You can also see which mandatory fun nights it's going to be and who is running what for CXP gains. Because remember, mandatory fun nights. The attendance is not mandatory, but the fun is. Indeed. All right. Looking for some Guild Wars fun? Well, they're looking for level 80s and decent gear with uh, gliding and Heart of Thorns to unlock the Memorial Guild Hall in Guild Wars 2. If you are interested, ping Jedi in the Discord channel. Don't forget to use those level boosts boosts that they've been giving you. Um, You may not even know that they're there because you've been out of the game for a while, but it's not that hard to catch up to level 80 nowadays. And in Final Fantasy XIV, the last of the three FanFests was hosted in Frankfurt, Germany this weekend. The last big reveals for the game's next expansion, Stormblood, to be released uh, June 20th of this year. Last two new jobs revealed. Samurai, melee DPS, unfortunately. Why unfortunately, Mew? Because everyone was hoping that was going to be a tank as well, like they were promising. And they need, uh, need more tanks, not more DPS. And previously announced was the Red Mage range DPS. Inventory and housing capabilities are being increased just for Sashi. New zones, cities, and a new residential area with an Eastern theme are also being introduced. The newly revealed map is huge, practically tripling the size of the known world, showing us what's to come. The Final Fantasy XIV crew is excited for the new expansion and will be sitting down to chat with us closer to the release of the expansion to show it. Wonderful details of Stormblood. Also, Square Enix has three new world records to brag about. The longest credits in an MMO at one hour and 38 minutes. That's shorter, or that's uh, longer than some movies. Uh, most original pieces of music in a game with 384 tracks. And the most prolific role-playing game series with 87 Final Fantasy titles. Also remember that Friday nights are Final Fantasy Friday fun nights, similar to the mandatory fun nights from SOTOR. You can find out what's going on each week by checking out the forum post or the Final Fantasy XIV channel in the AIE Discord channel. And a quick note um, before we go on to the next one, that the funny thing about the Final Fantasy titles is the the fact that there's 87 of them. And uh, for those that aren't aware, Final Fantasy, the reason why it was named Final Fantasy is because Square Enix thought this was going to be their final game. So they called it Final Fantasy. (laughs) And ironically, we're at 87 of them now. 
Um, also, and I forgot to put this in the show notes, Final Fantasy is currently ce- celebrating its 30th anniversary as a game. And because of that, there is a huge sale going on in Steam. It looks like a lot of things are 20% off currently. Even more so, than that. Even more than that. Okay, the first page I looked at showed some 20s. Some so, of the big yeah. 75% off. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I someone forgot to put it in the show notes, even though she had the news. So check that out if you want to just kind of see what all is out there. It's pretty considerable. All right, and I have Captain Sybil's Star Trek Online news summary for the week ending in 2-19-2017. The new season 12 story arc is moving along nicely. The the first featured mission of Signs of Peace and Portents is in its fourth week and additional rewards to the seventh anniversary prize vouchers for each replay. Nice. New space and ground and exploration scenarios are featured. Major changes are coming to Star Trek Online. According to the latest blog posting, dramatic changes to the experience are being tested. For seven years, Star Trek Online has been adding and updating content, systems, and player mechanics. To maintain optimal gameplay and maximum fun, Star Trek Online is scheduled to be be reset and rebalanced. Numerous changes and details of these soon-to-be-released updates are listed on the website. A bonus mark weekend is currently in progress. During the event, fleet and reputation marks will be rewarded a 50% bonus above normal amounts. It's a great time to build your fleet projects or reputation. And currently, costumes... A, I can't speak. Concurrently, a costume and boost sales is happening in the C-Star this weekend. Costume packs are 20% off. Show off your seven of nine skin tight to your fleet mates. Oh, yeah. Also, a accommodation point, R&D research, XP, and basic player XP boost packs are also a lovely 20% off. Also 20% off, a ship sale. Ship sale is also transpiring this weekend. I think Sybil puts that in there to see if I can have a verbal typo or not. Sybil, can you please confirm this for me? Anyway, ships, they're on sale um, this weekend in the sea store as well. If your secret desire is that sexy new ship, give in to your feelings and act now. And don't forget, AIE's Starfleet base is always seeking contributions of materials and personnel. As always, check out the news, backstories, patch notes, forums, and commentary, and all the goodies on the official Star Trek Online website, StarTrekOnline.com. And with that, guys, let's talk about what we've been doing in and out of game besides making verbal typos, which I do all the time. Tet, let's start with you. What are you up to, buddy? Uh, well, I'm bouncing between both games, and Simple says you took the bait, by the way. Um, I'm bouncing between World of Warcraft and Star Wars. Right now, for me, World of Warcraft is kind of in maintenance mode. Um, I've been, I've got my, I dropped my third legendary, or got my third legendary. I can only equip two, so it's kind of, you know, it's it's kind of like, oh, it's a good legendary, but the two I've got, so it's going to sit in the bank until probably like 7.2 or 7.25 when um, that ability to equip three legendaries comes out. Uh, I think they promised that going forward. Um, What else? We have been raiding. 
And we're four of 10 on Nighthold Normal, which is great for us. Now we're getting to the tougher bosses. We just beat the basically this, the patchwork of the DPS check boss on Wednesday night, and that was fun. Um, you, what did you think of that fight? Uh, it was it was kind of a lot of fun. My first time coming across that, I had no idea the uh, bridge was going to fall out from underneath. So that was <laughs> that was a nice a surprise. Um, so yeah, it's they they had a very subtle indicator because if you're melee, you're not really seeing that behind you, way behind you, is this big crack forming. Um, and uh, if you're not behind that crack, well, you're going for swim, and uh, you don't want to know what's in that water. No, you really don't want to know what's in that water. Yeah, it's it's a nice uh, basically enrage mechanic because. Eventually, you run out of bridge. Yep. So it's DPS them before you run out of bridge. Hopefully, as we get more gear and stuff, we'll be able to DPS them before we get to that last segment because that last segment's rough. So, yeah. Um, to the Dark Moon Fair, I finally got 800 on my jewel crafting. I wasn't going to throw nice. throw a ton of gold and, and materials at that last 10 points. So I've just waited and gotten my five points each, uh, each month with dark moon fair. Um, and I've also been working on the class and order hall campaign for my death night, trying to finish that off and her trade skills, blacksmithing and mining. And that's just painful. Um, I have to go in a couple dungeons for the blacksmith to do a couple things. So I'm just waiting on that. And I've started working on my paladin and his alchemy and herbalism trade skill, which I'm going to sound like a broken record, but alchemy is no fun to level either. So nope. I'm hoping with 7.2, 7.2.5 that they make some tweaks to at least the early part of the trade skills, and maybe make the dungeons optional or, you know, an alternate way of getting past those humps because they're just, they're just painful right now, especially on alts. It's a roadblock. I mean, you you literally can't get anything else until you do those dungeons on your alts. It's kind of a pain. Yeah, yeah it is. I think my mage is waiting on Eye of Ashara for tailoring because I'm like, I really don't want to go in there. Yeah. But um, so yeah, while while was kind of like alt slash maintenance mode, and then in Swotor, I got my fourth tune to level seventy, which is the max level there. Um, that was my bounty hunter, so now I have two on each side at 70, uh, a tank and a DPS. And I just finished the Makeb storyline, which was fun to do. Um, and my smuggler, who also hit 70 doing Makeb, is about a quarter of the way into the Shadows of Revan um, expansion, and I'm having fun with that. And the last thing I'm working on in Star Wars right now is <clears throat> in Odessa, you get um, when you turn in crates that you get from heroics, you get bind to legacy gear um, from those. And there are eight different sets because you have eight different classes. And then there are, I think, five different five different types that you can get out of it. They're all remnant, like remnant Arcanian, remnant Dreadguard, uh, remnant Yavin, and remnant Underworld. So it's 40 times five sets. So it's like 200 pieces you've got to get, and you get random pieces out of it. So I'm having yeah. fun doing that. Yeah. But so to, I was going to ask you just a random question. Um, since you are playing so much uh, Sotor right now, what are you finding your preferred class is? 
That's tough. Um, honestly, I'm enjoying all of them. I I prefer the range. Cl- I, for some reason, at least in this one, I prefer the classes with guns as weapons, whether they're tanks or DPS. Um, the usually I play melee, but the lightsaber classes, and I think it may be because I've I've only worked on lightsaber classes that are tanks, mm-hmm. and it's a bit more grindy with a tank character than just a pure DPS character. So I think once I get a couple of my DPS um, lightsaber classes up, I'll enjoy them more. But right now I'm, I'm enjoying the, the classes that either dual wield or single wield the, the guns. Cool. Yeah. That's the, one of the funny things about sword tour tanks is that normally having a tank, it might, things might go faster because you can just gather a bunch of stuff up and it never hurts you. Right. And yeah. you just you eventually kill everything. Well, and so to our things don't really kill you regardless of what you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless you really go for the heroic. That's what the heroic stuff is for and, and the other harder right. veteran stuff is for. So just the standard stuff, like, yeah, tanks are at a real disadvantage. I mean, even the healers seem to have a decent time running through things. So it's kind of funny that way. But that's what I have been up to. Mew, what have you been up to? Oh, well, um, on top of uh, raiding Infert um, and getting to three of, uh, of ten, I've also been wor- running with my other raid team, Banana Republic. Um, and as of, yeah, as of uh, not this week, but the week before, we finally downed Dan, so we're ten of ten. Um, and then this this last week, we have managed to do it again. So you know, I, don't, I guess you consider that farm mo- mode at this point. So we started on the heroic versions um, and managed to take down a uh, heroic scorpion. And we've been working on Triliax, which has been fun because yeah, the, the the anomaly wasn't wasn't that much harder um, in heroic, but Triliax is definitely a chaotic fun on heroic. So. Um, <clears throat> After uh, overcoming Godan in the challenge that was Elisand, Ilis- uh, over to um, non-WoW stuff um, in uh, in Final Fantasy XIV, I have been continuing my grind at the NGP. Um, I, uh, managed to actually get uh, three or four different what they call the mini cactopots, which is what? normally it's, it's like a scratching game, and you normally get you know a, a few hundred per. And if you manage to to get the the, the jackpot, you get ten thousand. So nice. So it's gambling in a game. Got it. Yeah, essentially. Um, but I've actually fa- figured out the the pattern on how to how to get that uh, jackpot more consistently. So uh, you know, grinding here I come, and uh, essentially I'm trying to to collect all those cosmetic and and uh, mounts um, to uh, you know get my collection uh, to, uh, completely done. Um. So then on to Swotor, um, uh, my bounty hunter is, is already maxed out, which that's my favorite class right now. Um, but I've been working back on the, back the blasters. Yep. Yeah. There's just something fun about that. And the, the jumping in the jetpack and just raining death on things is kind of fun. Sure. Um, and then, uh, I've, I've been on the other, <clears throat> on my alts, I've been working on my Imperial Spy or an agent or you know whatever you want to call it, but uh, it's definitely it's very, a spy, but we call it an agent. Yes. Yeah, it's very James Bondy. Um, so that's mm-hmm. been a lot of fun, and you know, basically taking. Now, are you doing? Are you doing the sniper, or are you doing the um, basically the rogue version the of rogue. it? Rogue. Okay. Yeah, definitely the rogue. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, that's that's just a lot more fun to because you, you get to sneak around and stab people in the back. It's you know it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so I've been going through the story of that, taking advantage of the two hundred fifty percent XP bonus. Um, so figured I'd jump on that while it's still going on. Um, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun there. And then um, poking, of course, uh, still at Fallout Four. And this is still a huge game with plenty to do. So you know, I think I'll be poking at that game for probably years to come. And uh, finally, uh, gave in to the latest mobile game, which was uh, Fire Emblem. Um, it seems to be getting very popular around my social circles. Um, so if you've ever played any of the Fire Emblem games, it's uh, pretty much taking characters from all the different versions and putting it into this mobile game. And it's a neat little strategic game on, on mobile. Yeah, I picked that up. I've been poking at it slowly. I've just, I haven't spent any money or anything on it. I'm mm-hmm. just you know, doing the stuff as I have stamina for it. Uh, and then I'm like, set it aside and I'm done. Yeah. You, you didn't do the, uh, the re-rolling grind as everyone else was doing. No, I haven't even, I don't think I've even gotten far enough to know what the re-rolling grind is. Oh, no, you, yeah. You're well past it. Yeah. What it is, is if, if you, when you do the tutorial, um, if you do the full tutorial, you get six, uh, uh 20 of the summoning, um, orbs. And, right. The reason why that's important is because then with 20, you can do the full summoning five. And so you do the tutorial, summon your five. And what you're trying to go for is the four-star golden heroes. If, if your <laughs> first... No. Yeah, see, <laughs> if your first ones aren't, aren't the, the four stars, people just re-roll and try again. They just re-roll that, the first five until they get one or two or three, however many you want to get of the four stars, because you just steamroll through stuff when you have these powerful four stars. Gotcha. Makes so. sense. Um, one thing I did forget to mention that I think you've updated as well is, have you been poking at Pokemon Go? Oh, since yeah. they updated? Yes, yes. Actually, um, just today, I caught some kind of uh, spider-looking thing. We got that today, too. We actually were at the bagel shop this morning. Yeah, yeah. We were, we went out for lunch, and uh, the, the place we went to lunch with is, a, is a gym. So there was all kinds of little critters running around it. Um, so I got that and I got some, oh geez, what was it called? It was, it's definitely one of the new ones. It, it looked kind of like a, like a flying squirrel with a giant O on its chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tentret. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. Sandtret. Those are, um, yeah, there's, those are like the new Pidgeys, oh. <laughs> at least in our house. Yeah. Yeah. I think I caught three of them all. We get the best of those a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So that's pretty much, yeah. So I've been poking in that more and more just, you know, at the very least to get that, that first catch the day bonus. Yep, exactly. McCullough, what have you been up to? Um, Well, let's see. I'm slowly getting back into WoW. I've got a little bit of time out today to play. Um, Killed some harpies in High Mountain and dealing with the uh, blood totems. And I gotta say, I was very amused by these Star Wars references I found. You know, we start out the adventure with, I've got a bad feeling about this as you're going into a cave. And then it's a trap. You know, you're in for a good time. Um, Because, you know, pretty much for me, when Star Wars mixes with anything, I'm happy. Uh, So let's see. That's about it. We're I've been having some system issues. So we're hoping to actually get new computers in the next few months as our 20th anniversary present instead of going to Hawaii. So hopefully it'll be a little less frustrating to play because (laughs) poor Ted has to hear very often. Hey, um, can you figure out what's going on over here? Because my computer's frozen again. Uh, so that's been about my computer gaming. Uh, 
much like you guys doing the Pokemon Go again. Um, however, the call of oh, God, I'm out of balls again happens way too often in our house. <laughs> it usually comes from me because I refuse to buy any. I just need to actually sit at my desk at work and every few minutes just spin because I can actually hit a stop from my desk at work. And I'm at work way too much right now. Yeah. So <laughs> Unfortunately, I, where I work, um, someone filed to have our Pokestop removed. What? Yeah. So it's gone now. So now our where I work is just this desolate land of no Pokemon. So yeah. that bites. We um, yeah. there is one that I can hit from my desk as a statue right outside the office. And also a few feet from that statue is a gym. So depending, we'd actually get our Pokemon group together back at work because we would always like put out announcements. Hey, this is up and Hey, we need to take this gym and all that stuff. So unfortunately my uh, partner in crime that did all that or does all that um, is working really hard on a management position. So he's been actually a little too busy working to do anything. He's too busy adulting. He's also too busy to GM the game that we all have characters rolled up for. Yeah. Which is the second time we've tried this game. It's like, yeah, let's do it. And then, yeah, I'm too busy. Like, then I do it. Dude, dude. I I don't care at this point. You need to do something. Um, And he has listened to the show, so he's not going to hear me kvetch at him, which is a good thing. (laughs) Damn it, Mills. Uh, Let's see. So that's what I've been doing in-game. Other geeky stuff out of game. I am in a D and D group through actually the tadpole. We're doing it via roll twenty. Uh, we've been kind of off and on due to scheduling issues because it's not like when you're a kid and you can just game all the time whenever you want. We can game about four hours on a Thursday night, and our DM travels for work and people have lives, so we've been spotty, but good time. SJ plays a drunken tank. Um, Dragonborn Paladin, as in the players sometimes like to have cocktails while D and D. It's a good time. Uh, let's see what else. I'm doing some written written gaming stuff. Our Star Wars game because again, when we, I, you know, Star Wars goes with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we started kind of organizing it around the time uh, Rogue One came out, uh, but we finally started playing in the last few weeks. That's been a good time. We're a squad of or. We're a flight of X-Wing pilots, which is uh, pretty much my dream job. Um, playing an ex-Imperial, so I have to delve into the dark side. And because it's me, of course, I also first had to write a 22-page character history. Uh, yeah, and so you're also a priest and healing everyone while you're in your X-Wing? <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> um, it's a good idea, though, but that sounds, really, sounds, sounds like I'd have to be a Jedi and the Empire not too up on those. no. That. Um, oh so, yeah! Speaking yeah, of that, did you did you hear about the the stuff about um, the last Jedi, the last yeah about how <laughs> because of the international stuff. Yep. Yeah. There's some spoilers, and yeah. English is a strange language, and it English kind of confines you, mm-hmm. where other languages give you clues that we don't have. Yeah, indeed. I had a discussion with my gaming buddy Friday morning. My He's the guy that whenever a Star Wars movie comes out, we have our 
theories going for about six months and then we have our last call before the movie comes out and then uh-huh. he sees it before I do because of time differences. Yeah. So then he reports stuff to me as I'm sitting in the movie. <laughs> um, so I, I, I sent him, Hey dude, we have, here's our clothes. Like, no, I don't think so. Like, no, no. Yeah. No, we're adding this to our theories. This is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not yep. going to say it in case you're avoiding spoilers, but yeah. if you aren't avoiding spoilers and you haven't heard, look at it in Spanish and French and German. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty clever. Yep. Um, so that's, that's, I think what I've been geeking out about. Mostly I've been working and messing up the kitchen. Sounds Sorry, right. Chet. And our daughter started messing up the kitchen last night. It was a good time. She made me cookies. Yeah. And they were awesome. <laughs> they were. All right. Oh, and by the way, I know we talked about it briefly in the show notes, but Happy 10th anniversary, AIE. We love you guys. And I did talk to Nevermore. Um, we have some stuff coming out, but unfortunately with the sad news that we're going to get out as soon as we can and all of that, it just it wasn't the time to announce what she's planning, but yep. keep posted because we will. So do you guys have any other things you're doing in and out of game that you want to share that you want to geek out over? Um, I don't know. Are you gonna? I know you just got back into WoW. Are you also gonna start poking at Star Wars again too? <laughs> well, let me see. As Doris just said, he popped in a Sotor this afternoon or for an afternoon last week and got one to thirty-five in just one afternoon. I'm thinking I might need to. Um, yeah. Really want to keep working on my basically lawful good Jedi Paladin. If you want to mix D and D and WoW and Sotor. <laughs> um. And I'm feeling the call of the dark side. I think actually from Mew's comment and thinking about the character that I'm playing, I I might want to play what around with a NAMP operative because that sounds like it'd be. Yeah, yeah it's th- that story. Actually, that storyline, I think, would be one of the ones you enjoy the most because it's all mind games. Oh, yeah. Nice. And because I did write a 22-page character history, I already know who what character in that history I'm going to model her after. Yep, just not nice. Lots of infiltration in your future. Oh, good. So sneaking. Oh yeah, yeah th- there's a lot of there's a lot of stealth involved. It is a close it is a melee character. Mm-hmm. Um but you're very used to that with the the Jedi. Right. The, the the thing I enjoyed about it was not only the stealth but the the class story because it was a, it was a mind game and for mm-hmm. mine I chose Chiss to tweak the Imperials off because I knew right. that if you basically are Imperial and if you're playing in the Imperial um, command and you're not human, human, they, which I love this about Star Wars, they actually make it a point of calling that out every time they have to deal with aliens or things like that. Mm-hmm. And the character I made is also female, so she's a female alien. And we know how great the Empire is uh, when it comes to sexism and racism. I'm sorry. it's yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, so do they actually, imp- I know obviously they deal with you know, the, the, um, the anti-alien sem- um, sentiment in the Empire. Do they do it all with the gender, or they kind of leave that on the side, or... It's not as much as the alien, but it's definitely there. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. As, as as it should be. 
like I know that um, my my uh, companion was actually teasing because I also have a female um, uh, Imperial spy, and my character was teasing her about, oh, you two'd make a great couple. You guys act the same, and it was just it was kind of hilarious just to, to see her teasing her like that because. You know, it's always fun when your your companion gets into your story like that. Right, right. Oh, that's cool. All right. Well, if I carve out some free time, I'll look into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, that's, I think that one, that was fun. Um, the Bounty Hunter one was really good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the whole because you really get to know the a uh, little bit of back history of of the Mandalorian culture and stuff like that. Um, and that's another good one because you're not Mandalore, you get picked on for that, right? Um, Sith, even if you pick pure blood Sith, you still come into the Sith Academy as a slave, really, and so you get yeah, you get treated as such, even if you're pure blood Sith for your character, um, because you, you come in as a slave. So you get treated like that. Right. Um, that one was fun. Um, trying to think the, the smuggler one, the smuggler one is enjoyable. Um, it's basically get your ship back for, for like the first few planets. So you're constantly chasing the guy that has your ship. And you're like, give mm-hmm. me my ship back. Um, the trooper one, you really, I mean, people that have done this trooper storyline know it, but you, you basically, the spoiler is at the very beginning planet. So I really can't yeah, go into all into what it, it right? is. That one, that one was definitely fun. Um, and the, uh, I enjoyed the Jedi. Um, what is it? Not the sage. Is the sage, the sage is the one where your master sick, right? Um, I'm trying to I don't know. See if Apolis reminds me in there. There's there's basically two Jedi storylines. One okay. is your um, one you're working um for one side of the the Jedi Academy, and the other one is you're trying to find a cure for your master and find out what's going on on that. And so yeah. it's two different storylines. Um, I like the the non your master sick one better. Right. Of the two storylines, so cool. yeah, no. yeah, and I know the, the 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 Sith version is is your work. Yeah, the slave one is your you're plucked by the, your master, and your master's got some grand ambitions, like some really major ambitions that uh, she drags you along like the part for. Yeah, so that was that one's a lot of fun too. So basically, I'm hearing Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah, um, the oh, the Sith one. The Sith one very much reminds me of. Um, Harry Potter to a point because you're constantly dealing with the the basically the person you're trying to prove yourself that you are the best in the academy has a prize pupil, basically a Malfoy. Malfoy, right? Mm-hmm. And is constantly giving him every single advantage. Yep. To win the whole thing, so yeah, it's very much a almost a Harry Potter type episode. Cool. Yeah, I can see that. Cool. All right. Yeah. Anything else, guys? All right. So that's our show for the night. While our amazing and wonderful and adorable chat room starts beginning to suggest show titles, we want to thank you guys, the chat room, and our listeners for joining us tonight. Uh, If you have uh, questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. 
You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the MewCow. Makala is at Cyberwave. And Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with a video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website at aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat at bit.ly slash AIE podcast discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And we have a couple shout outs. Uh, just one to old lady Franks for being hot and brave enough to step into <laughs> Heroes of the Storm. Any guesses who that was from? And there's a follow up. Oh, I see it. And one from Arv to OMF for being sly enough to find someone like this to marry him. <laughs> and now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including overly dramatic news. And rumor has it that there is a raid wrap up probably going to show up in the next episode or two because we've got a lot of teams that are plowing through Nighthold and have progress to report. Great. All right. Show segments here. All right. And next week, yes, guys, we usually do this show every other week, but next week we'll return. Uh, we're going to actually have Randy, Link, and Stig as our very special guests. You don't want to miss it, guys. Um, so until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Bukow. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. While the Legion threatens Azeroth, legions of heroes flock to Northwest Suramar. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. One of the most unpredictable things about the world of Warcraft is what players will find most appealing in each new area that is discovered. In Pandaria, many unexpectedly took to the quiet life of farming at Half Hill. On Draenor, garrisons were at first a welcome haven from adventuring, but soon grew into more of a prison than a refuge. But in the Broken Isles, the most sought-after piece of real estate is a small patch of land just across the river from Iron Grove Retreat. What has drawn thousands of adventurers off the front lines into this small meadow? Kittens. It appears the small creatures have some sort of aura emanating from them, which somehow causes people to worry less about the legion, political turmoil between alliance and horde, whether a gnomish machine is going to automate them out of a job, etc., Things have gotten so crowded at the site that people have set up a network of scrying crystals to transmit images of the playful furballs to mirrors and water pools all across Azeroth. With the way the world is going to Helheim in a backpack, it would seem that many consider these kitten casts a perfect way to keep themselves from getting depressed. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.